0: Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly.
1: And this is Katie.
0: And you're listening to A Date with the Widower Part 3. We're almost done. It's A Date with Dateline. Third part, The Widower. Normally on Fridays, it would be a double date with Dateline. But again, it's The Widower. The Widower changed everything. I don't know what you want me to tell you guys. Jeez, get off my back.
1: We'll never be the same. I I feel my like I'll life never be the same. before
0: the widower, and my life after the widower. Yeah. I told Dan, no, I, who did I tell? I told Dateline on Twitter. I said, this is a widower podcast now. This, this, this is it.
1: What are we, the widowies? A- okay.
0: Yeah. We still don't have a name for people who love Dateline, but Widow- sure, let's Widowettes. Widowettes. Us- yeah. I like Widowettes much better. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like a rocket? You've yeah. No, I that. love it. There I love go. it. Yeah. Or Chipette?
0: Yeah. Like the Cannonites? Weren't we going to be the Andrea Cannonites? Cannonites? Yeah, I li- I never yeah. had a
1: problem with that. I Actually, I probably did, and I don't remember, but ne- the I new Katie... I like you the, did. <laughs> the 2021 Katie has no problem with that.
0: Okay. I well, like it. No, no one is a Thomas Randolph-Ipe. I'd let us just be clear. Six women were, and very few lived to tell the story. So yeah. no... I, there was not, usually Twitter's super mixed. I did not pull any tweets because it was just a resounding poop hole of him. Yeah. I wanted to vomit. Some people couldn't even watch. Honestly, so many people were like, I can't believe we're even giving this guy a platform. I can't stand his voice. Get him off my TV.
1: I thought about that, too. That became a little tricky and one part of this. I'm sure we're going to get to it. But it it gets you to that point where you're like... He is loves this the spotlight worth a three-part special? Because this guy is—I kind of said it last time, but I'm definitely saying it now. He's going to eat it up. This is right. what he wants.
0: Let him have the notoriety in prison. What do I care? What is he going to get? An extra chicken nugget? Fine. I don't care. I think they're going to tease him harder because I think he's—I think they're going to quote lines back to him. I think they're going to sing to him. Why did love put a gun in my hand? And I think they're going to go, Are, am I beautiful? And they're just going to walk up to him and go, no, and slam his commissary tray down on the ground like he's a little kid and a bully is on the playground. Don't feel bad for him.
1: No, I feel bad for you because I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm making that face fine he can have group
0: he can have groupies in prison he can have a whole posse of people that love him whatever i don't you're just
1: underestimating the level of wackadoo that's out there that like i'm not
0: i have seen all the seasons of 60 days
1: in oh you're talking about
0: women writing like i'm
1: talking about more love after lockup love after
0: lockup i gotcha i gotcha the widower part three aired on february 21st 2021 Season 29, episode 33. Previously on Dateline, which we never get. But I wasn't even... I was like, what? Previously on Dateline? It says previously on Dateline. But then we get into the song, Why Did Love Put a Gun in My Hand. Boom, boom, boom. Am I beautiful? Yeah. So we get to see a replay uh, of Tom Randolph getting tased in the snow in boxers. Oh, boy. And... Which I still think is hands down, and I'm not speaking facetiously at all, the best arrest scene we've ever had on a daylight
1: Hands uh, down. That I've ever seen, for sure. Ever,
0: period. Like, yeah. even on Cops, I think. This was so no. good.
1: No. Cops has some extreme takedowns. Have you ever But you have gotta... you
0: hated those people as the payoff is not as good oh, oh, no, because no, no. you the... don't feel as much.
1: I'm so sorry. Payoff-wise, yes. Yeah. But, like... If you did not watch parts one and two and just saw this arrest, you'd be like, "Eh, I've seen crazier stuff. When people run, he didn't didn't try to like roll his way down the street, which would have been funny.
0: As they are dragging him in the snow, I did notice for the first time that his boxers have been completely pulled down and they have blurred out Mm -hmm. his entire crack area. Mm -hmm. So a huge thank you to the Dateline special effects team for having to do that and see the unaltered footage for us. They've taken one for the team. Detective O'Kelly and Wilson are thrilled that they have him in custody after their murder road trip across America, which is going to be the new National Lampoon's vacation movie, I think. You know, like, true crime is invading every aspect of the world.
1: (laughs) Murder Mm road. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's
0: it. And Beverly D'Angelo is still in it, and she still looks amazing. Always. Colleen. Sharon's daughter throws a party when he gets arrested, which I, like I love.
1: That. We yeah. never
0: see that. Everyone at Dateline tries to be all nice and like, it won't bring back my beloved one and things like that. She's she like, didn't care. I threw a freaking party.
1: And I did not feel bad about it. Didn't even I say even feel bad. I feel bad about it. Nope. Not a yeah. bit.
0: No, she doesn't speak in sound bites and I appreciate that. She yeah. like says what we would all be thinking. Colleen, one later on she says i just want him to die in his sleep she just says, again she I, doesn't I, I want him to speak die in, in sound bites." she yeah.
1: just she's says like i don't even care about thinks. the
0: trial i won't get any closure from that i just want him to die that's and i don't care if the whole world knows that i feel that way um we meet. and hopefully the
1: whole world kind of understands where you're coming from I yeah that so. makes sense i think yeah. so
0: I think it's usually the people that say, I forgive them. I totally forgive them. And I know my mom would want me to forgive them. Those are the people we're usually like, that's really good for you and your emotional health. And I totally respect that. But that would be almost impossible for most of us to do.
1: So, I have a hard time relating to that. Yeah. That's- I find that unrelatable content. <laughs> Throughout this, we're going to go on a few year long, several many year long journey here. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like, though, she's in a lot of pain. For sure. The whole time. And that's really hard to see because it doesn't seem, eh, we'll get to it. But at the end, I don't, I can't say it's Ma- that much better It might better be better for her
0: than finding forgiveness might be better for her. But we could not ever say try to find forgiveness. I don't know if I could.
1: I don't think I could either. Yeah. I don't know. It's really hard. Yeah. <sighs> We meet this
0: beautiful prosecutor named Jacqueline Bluth, who is beautiful and smart, and also maybe related to Lucille and Michael Bluth. So, pretty jealous is she? Is she? Did she marry Job? I don't know what her situation is in the family. I'm really excited about it. Give never me a seen vodka. I've never seen. It's a <laughs> banana, Michael. What could it cost? Ten dollars. It's I don't know. And a
1: piece of toast. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen that name out in the wild. And I'm just really excited about it. We see NBC's interview with Tom Randolph. We've been seeing him a lot. But this is like a very heavy interview with him. This whole episode is throughout the years.
1: Many interviews,
0: many interviews, many hairstyles.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So many hairstyles. He says... Oh, yeah, I'm on trial in a death penalty case for the second time. It's no big deal. It's really not a big deal. You know, I'm glad it's a death penalty case. You know, if they hadn't, I would have been disappointed. I would have felt cheated. I'm going to go to court and clear my name and sue every one of them and kick their donkeys. He's psychotic. I can't. He also has this false bravado that is really annoying. This, like, I'm not scared of anything. Yeah, I'm glad. Bring it on. I'm glad it's a death penalty. That would have been an insult to me if it wasn't. I can't come back really and have weird, my comeback yeah. be even bigger if it was just, like, a first-degree murder charge and not a death penalty case.
1: Remember how I was saying last time that I felt like he was kind of dumb? Yeah. It like- might not be dumb. It might be immaturity is what yeah. I'm seeing. Because I can, that's a very, yes. like... Oh, I've got the death penalty. What do you hey, got? That's another bragging see that, see thing. See that
0: wife? I touched her boobs. Like he yeah. brags about women all the time, how much lady he gets. No, he's very immature. Yeah. And somebody was mean to him on the playground and told him he would never get girls or something. And he now feels the constant need to prove that he's the man. Yeah. And it, it was, makes him seem like anything but.
1: I have a request. Please stop proving that. Please. Yeah. People are dying. Stop proving it.
0: His hair is short at the beginning of this episode and white, but still scruffy and still with the bangs and a patchy white beard. And the hair is growing over the middle upper part of the lip that Mm -hmm. confirms what you said, which was that his John Waters mustache was a choice last time. And that is psychotic. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> he
0: has so it's quickly surpassed Sheila Davaloo and Pam <laughs> up level of diabolical with his hair choices alone
1: oh my okay those are big He's, words
0: he says that I'm so glad NBC is interviewing me this is my idea I want you guys here
1: see again that's again, not even
0: true we know that, that's not yeah, true
1: with that like, weird immature thing
0: yes um, he says it's just me I've done a lot of things I shouldn't have done I ain't no saint. You're not cool. Who told... Does someone tell you you weren't cool? And you're trying really hard to be cool? Is that what But This happening? is
1: all about that kind of stuff. Because think about, like, I'm going to be a drug dealer. I'm going to be mm-hmm. a bad boy. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I think that based on his mother, I have made assumptions. <laughs> and I think that he was, like, a Baptist nerd, mm-hmm. very involved in church group, mm-hmm. and... You know, some, maybe math club. No shame. And then decided to just, when he hit 16 and his voice flipped, he was like, no, I'm going to be the bad boy. He was tired of being goody two-shoes. And what's so ironic is if he had
0: stuck with the math club, he could be really successful getting great ladies just the same (sighs) because he built a tech company or
1: something. Kimberly, I would love for you to tell him that he is not successful and that he is not as successful as a tech giant. I would really like to hear that conversation
0: podcasting about Dateline. Kimberly, I'm on Dateline. Yes. Three parts. That's exactly right. They couldn't even contain me in one episode. Right. I was a whole weekend. Defense attorney, Gabe Grasso, who just defended OJ in his robbery case. Not just, but when Tom Hant hires him, he had just defended OJ in his robbery case. And Randolph wanted OJ's lawyer because that makes you look innocent. No, because it makes you look like a baller. He thinks it makes him super cool. It makes you look super guilty.
1: I don't know. It makes you look kinda of dumb. You spent yes, a lot does. of money. Yeah. I don't I mean
0: Yeah. Gabe goes to meet with Tom and says this this
1: attorney did not get OJ off, right? Oh, which he went to prison for he this did robbery. Go,
0: he did go to prison. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Sorry. Continue so. on. He, it's a great point. He goes to meet with Tom and says, "How you doing, buddy?" Like he's. Oh. I don't. I can't. Um. And he says, "Tom loves to talk, and that's gonna hurt us. That he's gonna get him into trouble." And he his big concern is there's gonna be a snitch in prison, and Tom will talk to the snitch, which. Tom is talking to an NBC camera. Of course he's going to talk to a snitch in prison. And he thinks the police are going to place someone specifically in his cell.
1: Absolutely. Yes. If they were smart, they would. And I feel like they're smart.
0: Yeah. Now, Tom sees himself as the assistant lawyer. I am just shocked he is not representing himself. Um, Because at any moment, I was expecting him to say, I'm representing myself.
1: When we get to the actual trial... Mm -hmm. I was just waiting for it at that point. I had oh, yeah. two I had two theories of what I thought was going to happen, but the main one was he's he's definitely going to end up representing himself.
0: And you know who represented themselves? Sheila freaking Davaloo. They're all on the same plane, these yeah. psychopaths. His defense attorney seems to think he's a little cocky. What would give you that impression? Um, he tells him they don't ha- really have anything. It's all circumstantial. And Tom is just giddy. He just knows he's getting off. They have a s- trial set. And then four months before the trial, the defense attorney, Grasso, that we have just grown to love, not really, quits because Tom doesn't have any money to pay him anymore. But I thought Tom was so successful. Tom doesn't ask him to stay cuz maybe he would have stayed like pro bono but he doesn't ask him to stay because he thinks it'll delay my trial more cuz then I'll have to find new lawyers so that'll keep pushing my trial so and he huh. keeps doing this through the whole episode
1: but if he can't pay yeah but if he can't pay this attorney how is he going to pay another attorney
0: not an OJ attorney
1: cuz OJ attorney is like yes money
0: yeah so he says, lawyers help defendants navigate the jungle that they're in so they don't get eaten by the lions. Tom wants to burn the jungle down. <laughs> you can tell that Grasso just hates him, just hates Tom. And that kind of made me like him, actually, I even though he defended OJ.
1: Almost every attorney we meet in this one hundred hates him.
0: Almost, I think, everyone.
1: Everyone. Okay, yes. I think, yes, every I think everyone. Except for maybe this one that's coming. There's okay. one coming that I think is, like, amused mm. and just is like, eh, that guy.
0: Next, we meet Brent Bryant, Brent Bryson, the new defense yes. attorney. He drives a convertible in his B-roll and leans back in his chair a lot, like he's trying to be one of the cool kids And Welcome Back, Cotter. He also thinks that he's really cool as he was getting in his convertible, Mm-hmm. With his coffee and his croissant, whatever his pastry, he says, "Breakfast of Champions." Little coffee, little fritter. That's why it. is his
1: office in a glass cube like a terrarium? <laughs> Unsure. Why is it? Why is he in a terrarium? I'm not kidding. Did you he's not notice lizard. that? He's, no, I
0: did notice that his. It's office. a glass it's very cube
1: strange. inside another room.
0: Yeah. So. He's concerned that the prosecution is going to bring in the Utah case with Becky, wife number two, who committed suicide, but then he was charged with the murder and he was acquitted. So they're trying to keep- I'd be
1: worried about that.
0: Out that case, yes. He tells Randolph, I'm going to argue a lot of good stuff, end quote.
1: I would feel confident in that. Yeah, That'd be enough for me. I don't know specific. anything, so I'd be like that sounds good. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. Please see that you do that.
0: <laughs> uh the judge is a woman who which I love because Tom hates women. So I love that we have a female prosecutor and a female judge. Tom doesn't judge. hate women.
1: He loves women. He, he loves tells us 45 <laughs> times how much he loves women. So you are to get your facts right.
0: Also, is she 25 years old? She ha- do you have to
1: be a lawyer before you're a judge? Am I going like, to show my stupid here? I don't yes. understand.
0: Yeah, she looked so young, and I did not understand how she was a judge already. Also, the go- prosecutor is also looks very young to be such a top prosecutor. Good for them. Also, at this point, Tom has a thick Fu Manchu facial hair situation.
1: What year is this?
0: We are in the 2000... 2000-
1: 11? No. Ele-
0: it's it's hard because Dateline shows us a bunch of interviews. It starts at 2010. And then every year his hair gets different. But I don't know how it's growing that fast. He must be using Kara Vitamins or something. Because it's like his hair grows like 10 inches in one year.
1: Crazy. Okay, that was... I thought that Dateline might be skipping around. But they are giving us chronological like timestamps mm-hmm. on this. So mm-hmm. I... That one year, yeah. I don't... Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. He
0: shakes up his look. So the defense attorney says Tom Randolph should not be charged for something he did in Utah. That should not be brought into court. He has no criminal history of significance. (laughs) I was
1: like, what? That was such a good sentence. He has no criminal history of significance. It was the best pause I've ever, because you couldn't say period. No, you you can't. Also,
0: F you, Becky, wasn't significant. What do you try talk- F you Eric Tarantino no, is I not significant? Counts.
1: No, yeah, that doesn't okay, Eric Tarantino I feel like should really count because he did time for that. Yes, he did. But the Becky Randolph thing.
0: Right, he was acquitted.
1: I feel like you couldn't bring that up and yeah. I thought that by the way from the minute they first talk about it. I'm like, oh, no, that case can't come into this. That case can't come into this. That's not going to go well.
0: I don't like it. I don't like that it doesn't, there's issue over it coming in. I don't understand how you set a pattern of behavior without bringing That's not what they're trying to do. Pa- yes, that's the tr- exactly what they're trying to do.
1: But they can't, But that's not the point of the case, the case, they have to prove the evidence that they have in front of them for this case, these pattern of behavior cases, we've seen them, you know, they're yes, hard.
0: But I don't get why, because if a pattern of behavior is shows what that's how they see what a criminal will do next, based on their pattern of behavior, like with serial killer, which he technically is serial killer. You look at a pattern of behavior.
1: I'm just telling you why. This is something that comes up over and over and over again. I know, again.
0: and I still don't get why it shouldn't be allowed.
1: That, But this specific case that we're talking about here, the reason that it scared me the most is that not only was he found not guilty, he also sued for yeah. wrongful, like, for yeah. the fact that they took him to court and yeah. won
0: then should they be allowed to bring up Eric? Because Eric, he was convicted for.
1: Yes. And so that's how I think they actually got it in. I don't think they tell us that. But the only way I can see that a judge would agree to it is, your honor, this is his past conviction, we need to be able to explain why he's important. With And the only way to do that is to talk about this other trial. So that's why I think... That's why I, I think he was able to even talk about it at all. Because otherwise, I don't think there's any way it would have been allowed in. But I think they wanted to bring in Tarantino.
0: Yeah. Oh, they definitely did. That's, I just think the mm-hmm. MO is exactly the same. It's grooming a dude that you met for a period of months. Yeah, for convincing sure. Convincing him to kill your wife for the life insurance. Mm-hmm. It's like exactly the MO is exactly the same. So... Just because the first jury got it wrong, does I feel like it should still be allowed in? But that's just my but here's, opinion. I'm here's not a my thought. Or a
1: here's judge. my thought. I, I was going to talk about it later, but I can tell you right now. Think about this. What if instead, what they had done is brought all of the men that he had approached. So the friend of mm-hmm. the, Kathy's husband, now mm-hmm. husband, mm-hmm. brought him. Brought the guy that was in. Was he in Kentucky? Yeah, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That brought that guy. Mm-hmm. Brought all of them and explained. I feel like the preponderance of those three guys telling the exact same kind of story about how they had been approached and then maybe that one guy out in Indiana, like those guys telling the exact same story, you wouldn't have had to bring up that first murder conviction or that first murder trial at all because you would have had these three guys giving exactly what you're talking about, which is pattern of behavior. How would you feel about that?
0: I'd be delighted.
1: That would have done it, right?
0: I'm tickled pink.
1: Should I have been the prosecutor?
0: I think they might have brought in those people. We just didn't see it. They I did should, say I they should were not flying send the people. email
1: that I have I, ready to send.
0: Let me proofread it first, just okay, like to make rubbing. sure you don't sound super angry. Um, on, my behalf, on my I'm behalf. On my behalf. We're just apologizing <laughs> a lot. i I'm, I'm, right <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry.
1: I write it on behalf <laughs> of one Ms. Kimberly <laughs> of Date with Dateline. She is
0: royally ticked right now. And you don't want to be on the <laughs> bad side of that.
1: Royally ticked doesn't begin to cover it.
0: <laughs>
1: Very indignant. <laughs> so
0: the defense Bryson, he is also he likes to banter with the cool prosecutor team. Did you notice that also? I, of course he's, I noticed he's that. Michael he is Michael Scott. I, I'm not kidding you. He In his convertible, when Michael Scott rolls up and says, it's Brittany and it's actually lady gaga playing like he is that (laughs) (laughs) he is is that michael scott so he's bantering with the male prosecutor on the opposite side like we can still be friends like it's totally cool they like me they know my name and everything they'll wave at me in the lunchroom
1: and and then that's why i liked him i couldn't figure it out that's why (laughs) that's why that's it that's it. That's the ticket.
0: He says we all get along as long as they don't do any snake moves against me. <laughs> Which
1: is awesome. What's a snake move? Is that What's like a, when you move your arms? We, that's yeah. when you do this.
0: <laughs> yeah, where you exactly? That's
1: that move. That's um, the wave, like when you and I clasp pants. Yes, into a, and do the wave. Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's it's totally something Michael Scott would say, where he takes an expression like being a snake and turns it into slightly just doesn't sound right. So.
1: But, but now but we find out he why. became
0: He's... an attorney there we go. because he was on trial for murder himself. Uh, so what? Yeah, he was. This is a murder trial within a murder trial. Oh, my goodness. Episode guy, its inception. He was a sweaty trumpet playing musician one night. And we see footage of it and, um, in a bar fight. And congos, And a Are lot they of called instruments. congos or
1: bongos? what's the congas congas what's the difference between a conga and i know what the congo is it's what's the difference between a bongo a conga and a
0: conga conga line
1: and a bong (laughs) a (laughs) b c d that's an S A T question yeah
0: can a b if a is b then is b always c
1: which one of these is illegal in certain states,
0: <laughs> so he got into a bar fight and he accidentally severed a man's carotid artery. Accidentally. Kimberly, accidentally.
1: Kimberly, I need to ask you a question. It could happen. Could it?
0: I've seen it happen. Could it? I'm sure it happens. It you just your aim has to be pretty good, like for it to be an accident.
1: The story was. His wine glass smashed into a bottle Mm -hmm. and someone's carotid artery was cut. That's literally the chain. Yeah. There's a a few steps in there that are missing Uh that he probably legally can't discuss. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mainly being the movement of his arm into the person's neck.
0: Well, and this is the thing is he got acquitted because they said it was self-defense. But self-defense and an accident are not the same thing. So you did cut his carotid artery on purpose, but the reason you did it was because it was self-defense, not that you cut it accidentally, or you were just protecting yourself in any which way, and that his carotid artery happened to be the part of his body that came within contact of your shards. You were okay. so
1: scared that you sliced someone's neck. I mean, you see, that's that's a lot.
0: Yeah. What was that guy doing? Connie? That's like, I
1: was so scared that you did that eye poking move. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like this one. It's a lot. <laughs> so the, the three stooges. Like, <laughs> no, you, well, you like poke someone's eyes. Oh, I don't grave. like that. I don't like that. Right. No. But yeah. like, that's how severe, like, yeah. literally, you're yeah. so scared for your life no. that you slice someone's that's neck. That's like
0: your Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween 8 And you're like, I am sick of this, dude. I am
1: going right for the neck. Yeah. Not for this guy was like, boo, you (laughs) congas suck, man. Go back to Florida.
0: Oh, God. So uh, he starts crying as he's telling us this story and saying now he wants to do anything he can to help other defendants.
1: Not like crying, crying. He gets choked up. I feel like we need to make a differentiation. He's not sobbing. He did
0: get real tears in his eyes.
1: Yeah, he caught his throat. Yeah,
0: and I appreciate what he's been through and that he now uses it to defend other people.
1: Me too, actually. And I
0: think everyone, including Tom, deserves a defense. But I don't think Tom... Giving this guy the benefit of the doubt and giving Tom the benefit of the doubt... So, so he's never met anyone like Tom Randolph. Tom is telling him what his opening statement should be. He says, Here's what you do, man. Again, Tom did work as a legal aide in an office once, apparently. He says, This is what you do. You look right at the jury <laughs> and you say,
1: You're a bunch of scumbags. You
0: mean nothing. <laughs> You're just fluff. You mean nothing. What you do doesn't matter and it's not Bryson. a terrible
1: idea it's not no though. it's like
0: so you're suggesting negging the jurors basically but it's not a terror it would shake. like if the, if the defense you would, would that, be to me, pretty be like, if your teeth weren't so yellow to I, the I, jury oh.
1: <laughs> You would they pretty be like if you wow he's kind of
0: mean oh wow he's kind of <laughs> mean i like him he's a bad for the guy. right juror
1: it would work every <laughs> time Tom's remember, Tom has had a lot of women in his life. He
0: just, it's true. He gets a lot of ladies. I wonder
1: so, if he pushed for an all female jury or all <laughs> female and one male.
0: Bryson says, um, no. I'm I'm not gonna tell the jury that they are fluff and mean nothing when they hold your life in their hands. Uh and he thinks. But, do, Tom but you know what he was saying, right?
1: You know why he was saying to do that. No, I don't. Oh, he's trying, okay, so Tom was very clearly trying to go off the fact that the police have been gunning for him from the beginning. The jury is here. This is all just a show. That's what Tom wants him to go in with that angle that he's been set up from the jump by the police. They're never going to let it go. And even if you do vote not guilty for me, they're going to put me back here for something else. That's what he's trying to get him to say to the jury. Yeah, it's a terrible idea.
0: It's a terrible idea. Also, the way he's phrasing it to say you're fluff,
1: you mean nothing. That's a terrible idea. That's terrible. If you
0: explained it the way you just explained it, yeah, maybe. So the judge decides that the Utah case with Becky can come in. So it's a huge blow to the defense. And we see Tom starting to look kind of rougher and rougher as he spends more and more time in prison because he has to be in prison this whole time while he's waiting for trial. He tells Bryson, I'm not a killer of women, just the opposite. I love women. Again, it does feel very Michael Scott. I think he's Michael Scott. No. I, t- I touched a boob once. He, <laughs> um, He's like, I love women. And Bryson looks at him. With this look, this is where his moment comes, where this look says, we are effed, and you hear Hello Darkness, my old friend, start to play (laughs) over the lawyer's face, and he just realized fully what he's gotten himself into. So Tom wants to talk to NBC, he wants to talk to Dan from Dateline, and Bryson is sitting in the corner telling him, calm down, Tom. Please stop talking. Please stop talking. And Tom's amazing. Wants to keep talking. So Tom is saying things like, I've had a bunch of fiancés, six wives. I've slept with a gazillion women simply because I can. And Bryson's like, um, uh, let, uh, uh, A, let's stop with that, Tom. You look like a douchebag. And B, him? Really? This is what Bryson is thinking. And he's rolling his eyes and he's all slouched in his chair like, why did I take this job? Why did I not get convicted for that bar fight all those years ago? Because then I wouldn't have to deal with Tom.
1: Please use my convertible footage because this (laughs) is all unusable.
0: Remember that cool line I said about the pastry and the coffee, Breakfast Champions? Use that part, please. I sound way cooler. Um, So Tom is like... This is what the prosecution's case is based on. And this is – they just want to portray me like a ladies' man. And Bryson is like, Tom, they want to kill you. Let's not sugarcoat it. They hate you and they want to put you to death. This is serious. You need to stop. So guess what? And Tom Mm -hmm. pretends to take it in. He's like, okay, okay. Cut to next scene. Tom has now fired Bryson.
1: Yep, there we go.
0: Um, uh, Second attorney down. And this is when I was fully like, he's going to represent himself. So then Tom asked to speak to NBC with no attorneys because he has no attorneys at this point. His (sighs) hair has grown out a little. It's very Carol Brady from the Brady Bunch. It's a perfect bob with the flip underneath. Like that girl, you know? So, he says, these attorneys just don't get it, man. I've been on trial for murder before. I know how it goes. They should be listening to me. Not the attorneys who have gotten people acquitted, but you because you have maybe stopped reminding people that you've been through a murder trial before. Of another wife. He says, I'm ready to go to trial. I'll be acquitted. The only thing that concerns me are these turds for lawyers. Wow. He says turds for lawyers, which I will be stealing in some capacity. If it's the new bag of wieners, turds for lawyers, I don't know. It's just, it's going to come out. I'm, I'm sorry. Why shirt. are you,
1: why do you keep saying that? And you're not saying a turd knee, a turd knee,
0: a turd knee, an attorney. We, we already have prosecutees.
1: So we, now so we have attorneys. Now we have
0: attorneys. There we go. It's brilliant. Um, Good. <laughs> but someone pointed out on on Instagram that he's doing this thing that somebody else did very recently, very publicly, where before the outcome of something comes to fruition, you start negating the results before it's even happened and making people doubt the validity of it or finding people to blame for it before it's even happened. So, before I've never he's heard even, of
1: this. It sounds whack.
0: <laughs> it sounds crazy. So, it's <laughs> so he's basically saying like I'm not going to lose. I'm going to be acquitted. But if I'm not, it's the attorney's fault. He's already setting the stage that it's all these attorney's fault. Um, To whoever said that on Instagram, I thought it was a very good point.
1: Good job. Now,
0: he says he's not worried about the conviction. He thinks it's Utah all over again, and he was acquitted in Utah. But this time, it's the Tommy Show live from Las Vegas. It's Liza with a Z. It's he- Liza.
1: <laughs> I can't do it.
0: That wasn't bad. He says, it's the Tommy show, live from Las Vegas. So the then we see the infamous clip that's from the previews, which is the camera is zooming in on him, trying to focus. He smiles at the camera.
1: Nope, stop it.
0: And he Why are you says, dragging this
1: out? Don't drag this out.
0: Am I beautiful? And I said, no, you need apostrophe or should, to put a more positive spin on it if you want Tom's confidence in your own skin that you are projecting to other people even though it might not be authentic
1: we have get something it, for you
0: get it authentically with apostrophe
1: absolutely for those of you who don't know or don't remember us talking about apostrophe before. It's a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. (gasps) And for those of us who have had serious acne, apostrophe can be a game changer and a lifesaver. Prescription acne treatment really works. If you've never used prescription acne treatment before, that's something you should know. Unfortunately, it's hard to get. You have to take time off work to go see a dermatologist or a doctor to sit in line at the pharmacy for your medications mm-hmm. and then usually try a few, do the whole process again before you find something that's working for your skin. Until apostrophe. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board certified dermatologist online. You'll get treated immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. Bippity bap, spippity spap. It's great. Woohoo! Bippity. Boppity boo. All you have to do is fill out Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin concerns, medical history, you take a few pictures, and then your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. I love my personalized treatment plan. I have been using Apostrophe for, I believe, over a year now, and it works great for me.
0: She won't stop talking about it, you guys. So just check them out because she'll keep talking about them until everyone does. I
1: really will, especially if you have things that you want to change about your skin, because I really did and I was really unhappy with how bad my acne was. And apostrophe isn't just for acne. It also can help other skin concerns like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. Kimberly, you've been on a wrinkle-free journey. I'm on a wrinkle-free
0: journey and I feel like my forehead looks as smooth as Tom Randolph's and I mean that in a positive way, because I actually think he has pretty nice skin. I think it's a little blotchy at times when he's in prison, but that's understandable. But mm. I think his skin looks fairly smooth. Like, I wondered if he had had work done.
1: That's interesting. Maybe he's using apostrophe. He's not a good spokesperson, but we are. <laughs> how do you how do you feel about the actual treatment that you're using? Is it oh, easy to put it. on? Oh, I love it. It's yes. easy
0: to put on, it, it doesn't irritate my skin, and they got back to me, like, so fast after I took the quiz. So, and then I just got the product in the mail. It's so easy.
1: It really is. The whole process for me takes, I would say, about a week maximum. I'm not going to say that's everybody's experience, but from the time of sending, filling out the form, taking pictures, and Mm -hmm. then getting my prescriptions and having them sent in the mail, it's really not very long at all. This Mm -hmm. isn't like you're waiting months and months. It's very, very fast. Yeah. And by the way, when you get the products in the mail, they're so cute. Yeah. So, so cute. I feel very fancy. Stickers.
0: Stickers. You decorate them.
1: Right now, you can get $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash date dateline and use our code date dateline. This code only applies to our listeners. Go to apostrophe.com slash date dateline, click begin visit, use code date dateline at sign up to get your $15 off your dermatology visit. Yay! A P O S T. R-O-P-H-E dot com slash date dateline. Use code date dateline. $15 off. Thank you so much, Apostrophe, for all you do for us, for...
0: Are you going to cry?
1: Yeah, I yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Apostrophe. <laughs> Thank you, Apostrophe. Bippity boppity. I don't know why Katie's saying that all of a sudden.
1: Because Michael Scott, because we keep talking about it. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, Tom, you guys, is really sad in prison, He wants to go home. Did you know that he was the victim in all of this? Because he is. So, Colleen, think about that next time you talk about your mom. He says, you know the band Poison? And their song, I've got a girl to the left of me, girl on the right. And I know damn well I slept with both of them or something like that. I don't have the lyrics. He goes, I thought they wrote that song about me. Get it, guys, because I was getting laid so much. Get it? Camera guy winking. Get it? high five no has a really weird
1: relationship with music (laughs) because now we're on thing number two that he's like relating to a song and thinking that they're speaking to him i this makes me uncomfortable so
0: they ask the camera guy asks or dan the producer who's friends with us on twitter by the way did i say that total friends with us retweeted us and said love the podcast ladies thanks dan does he want to come on keep what
1: and talk Oh, let us know if you guys would like us to pressure Dan to come on and talk <laughs> to <totally> us. Good. <laughs> so, they ask high pressure him, sales.
0: Did, did you not hear our apostrophe ad? Come on, we're good salespeople.
1: Excuse so, you.
0: I meant it in a positive way. I did. So they ask him to name his wives, and he's grinning. You guys, I don't know why I keep saying you guys. I just like need you to understand. He is so disturbing when he talks that when he smiles because he's pleased with something, it's just a thousand times worse. The fact that he is amusing himself—it's not great. Right. It makes me want to vomit. Yeah. So he—they ask him to name his wives, and he grins and he says, "Do you want me to name my fiancés too?" <sighs> he's like making all the jokes, but and like, then is there?
1: When what? did he have fiances? He was always married. When no, was I he think, having?
0: I think he has fiances that survived because they broke up with him or he broke up with them maybe because they weren't getting life insurance. I don't but know. We
1: just went through the whole timeline. When were the fiances, is what I'm well, trying to say. Some
0: of those were at least a year spaced out, some of those wives. That's enough time for two or three fiances. Oh my gosh. He works fast. So it, his hair is short. But then we cut to 2016, and he's been in jail for six years at this point waiting for trial. And his hair is flowing like a Disney princess. And Dan says, what's up with your hair? The second he sits down, Dan's a hero.
1: What if Dan tried to snatch that wig off his head?
0: (laughs) He can't have a wig in prison. Unless it's handmade. They probably make
1: their own. Toilet paper wig?
0: Yeah. So, in 2017, it's short again. I, I, don't under, I don't understand how it's growing so fast. I don't understand how he's getting these good cuts. They have a good barber in prison,
1: I guess. Yes, of course they do. Um, um, I'm really mad Did at he you, donate that hair? I'm really grumpy because I was expecting to come into this conversation this evening with you having knowing... What was going on? Because I couldn't figure it out, and I kept thinking that I kept looking away at the wrong moment. So I was like, "What's happening?
0: What? Because his hair just keeps changing <sighs> so much.
1: He, I was hoping you'd have some sort of a pie. The chart. thing
0: is, is he's Blind not. Graph. Also, when he says it was long last time, and Dan and the camera people go, um, no, it wasn't. And he's like, yeah, when I just saw you a year ago, and they're like, uh, no, it wasn't. So he's even in denial. He says, so now he wants to talk about his wives. He talks about Kathy, how he knew he was going to have babies with her. Gross.
1: Because she was beautiful.
0: Because she was beautiful. And he says that their kids, Justice and Krista, are his gifts to the world. Also, he cheated on her and she didn't deserve it.
1: I have a lot of things to say, but I'm holding for later.
0: Okay. Becky, number two. She was perfect. She w- in that she was whatever he wanted her to be.
1: I was and this very is, angry. This is at this. gross.
0: It is disturbing. It is sounds like a classic abusive relationship. If
1: you need to skip ahead, use <laughs> your little skip ahead yeah. button right here. I don't blame you.
0: If because- he said, I want steak tonight, and for you to dress up like a cr- clown and serve it to me. She would say, what kind of clown? Like with this red nose, with the... Like she would do whatever he wanted. And then it gets even worse for poor Becky. He told her, I'm so sick of you threatening to kill yourself. Just do it already and put us all out of our misery. And then he gets a little teary here. Actual Mm -hmm. tears, like Mm -hmm. full on tears. And he says, instead of saying can i help you because you're in pain he said there's some rope downstairs maybe you can just hang yourself and that's the last time he talked to her i don't even know what to say i i have no words
1: i don't have a lot of words either
0: he's evil i he's crying though but i guess even sociopaths cry sometimes
1: no i think he's very good he's got very very good, very good yeah. at manipulating emotion yeah and manipulating people. And I think the fact that he doesn't realize saying something like she would do whatever I wanted, which made her the best, is um gross. It's beyond gross. I mean, it's because it's all about him.
0: Also, um, he doesn't have to tell us this. He's no. choosing to speak with Dateline without an attorney. And it's telling us how horribly he treated Becky. As he's on trial... For his sixth wife's murder.
1: Yeah. But he's I, that much of a showboat.
0: Exactly.
1: You can't help it.
0: Number three, Leona. She was part... She was from Guam... Or part from Guam. And he says she reminded him of an island girl.
1: Okay. She felt t- all right. Very Tom, racist Tom, to me. It's so incredibly like it's that exoticism. It's yes. Really, it's really, really
0: sexual b- tourism. We yes, see on 90 Day Fiance. It's 100%. really bad.
1: It doesn't, um, again, this does not make you look <laughs> No.
0: And then she would party a lot and not come home. So she wasn't the best wife. He's throwing the blame there. Number four was Gayna. He says that her story about him cleaning the gun and it went off and almost killed her. That's not true. Okay. Five was Francis. He loved her deeply. He didn't kill her. She died in surgery. He's like, I didn't do the surgery.
1: I didn't Ooh. kill her.
0: Yeah. That line uh, sounded
1: really rehearsed, by the mm-hmm.
0: way. And he then said they said that before. They said, Well, Rachel, her daughter, thinks that you did kill her. And he rolls his eyes and says, Rachel knows better. Stay away from Rachel, Tom. That poor girl. Number six, Sharon, was so sweet and wonderful. She woke up with a smile on her face. And he has nothing but good things to say about her. Tom says, yes, I am a narcissist. Absolutely, I am. At least he admits it. Yeah. Right Uh, away, too. Right away. He's proud of the fact. He He thinks he's getting so many book deals out of this.
1: I don't think he knows what the word means, but that's cool. That's
0: also fairly, that's also valid. No, I feel like he'd self-diagnosed himself. Like he read books and was like, I knew I was special. Mom, I told you I was special.
1: Reading books is a stretch. I think you maybe watched some YouTube videos. <laughs> My personality type.
0: 15 sure signs
1: you're a narcissist.
0: Buzzfeed quiz. Pick a dessert and we'll tell you if you're a narcissist. <laughs> They do the most random quizzes on BuzzFeed. It's like, pick hot dog toppings, and we'll tell you which character you are on Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) It makes no sense. Okay, so. If I'm
1: anything other than Zoe Kravitz, I don't want to play.
0: Well, that's not the same show. Big Little Lies.
1: I don't even remember any of the people in Pretty Little Liars, so I'm going for Big Little Lies. I love Acceptable. I didn't
0: watch Pretty Little Liars because I think I would get way too into it, and I'm too old to be that into it.
1: I, got, I did it. Just do the first season. I'm too old.
0: So he says, I'm a narcissist, absolutely, but I didn't kill anyone, and I'm expecting to be acquitted. <laughs> um, He is continuing to manipulate the system to delay his trial. He keeps firing lawyers to buy himself more time.
1: Is that what he's doing? But then he just has to stay in prison if he thinks he's going to get out. This seems very counterintuitive, doesn't it? Seems weird.
0: It does because he's. I uh, yeah, he's not getting out on bail or anything.
1: Right. So it's not like he's out and. But trying I to think delay he it. thinks
0: he will get. He could get the death penalty. Um, so
1: they're not going to kill you like the next week, man. Right. I
0: know that takes many years. So I'm sure it's not like so, you get
1: the death. Pe- it's not like in old time England where you get the death penalty maybe and they he'd take be you transferred out to, to the a worse prison. Gallows. Huh? I,
0: maybe he'd be transferred to a way worse prison if he was on death row and he's in a nice prison like that's half of it on 60 days in and Uh stuff if you like the pod you're in and the prison you're in where you have you're treated like okay that's sometimes like the best that you can hope for so
1: if anybody has a line on what Vegas prison is like let us know
0: yeah Clark curious about that I can see that going
1: either way Vegas reach out
0: so Tom has gone through 10 attorneys 10 10 10 he sits down with Dan. This is when he has the infamous ponytail slash pigtails. It's kind of cute style on anyone but him.
1: They're high up. They're high pigtails. They're those they're like um, in the middle of his head.
0: Someone called them dog dog ear P- pon- ponytails? Uh, maybe. Pigtails? That kind
1: of looked. I could see that dog ear. Yeah, they're, they're kind of
0: midhead head. As opposed I thought they to low. were low. No, they're definitely they're not, not the low, low. Ones. They're the kind of where it poofs out a little. Uh, so Is Tom he doing says, a prison pageant? Great question. Also, someone else on Twitter said, I didn't think they were allowed hair ties. Maybe they're self-made. I don't know How the rules in that, that prison. Yeah, I don't either. Tom says they are wrong in saying that lightning strikes twice in the same place. By that, he means he had two wives die by his hand. But that's not what that means. And that drove me insane. It means the exact opposite.
1: I know. I know.
0: If I rob 12 banks, that's me choosing to do something 12 times. Lightning striking multiple times would be like I was trying to deposit checks at the bank and it got robbed and then I got blamed for it 12 different times. It's not the same thing.
1: It's really Anyways, not.
0: He blames the whole thing on his terrible attorneys. He said, "I should be acquitted. Who's going to say that I killed my wives?" Weird pause. Besides the state, <laughs> they're oh, the Tom. only What's ones on? that have to say that because they're the ones that matter, and then the jury has to agree with it. Tom, who are Dummy. they? The jury? Who they get? To, they get to say yes. That's exactly what happens.
1: This, this is a courtroom. You've been through this before.
0: And then he says, this is just corruption in Las Vegas. I don't have six wives and four of them are dead. I mean, I do, but not not when you say it like that. And Dan is like, so you, you don't have six wives and four of them are dead? He's like, yeah, but not you're saying it like that. Don't say it like that. And then I do.
1: I wanted, I really wanted Dan to be like, use your words, Tom. Say what <laughs> yeah, you mean. Say, <laughs> say so what are you trying to say it's here? It's so
0: funny that he thinks he could do better than the lawyers because whenever he talks, he puts his foot in his mouth, he uses a phrase totally wrong, and he makes everything worse. What did I say? Dumb. So Dan says, so you're just incredibly unlucky. And he says, no, I'm one of the luckiest men in the world. I had six women that loved me. Now, if you want to fast forward at this point, trigger warning, everyone. He says, they gave me their body. They gave me their sex. And at this point, I blacked out and didn't see the entire rest of the episode. (laughs) He says, I can't wait to make them all look like fools again, because that's just how I roll.
1: He didn't mean his wives.
0: He means the prosecution he and means the prosecution. all those people. Um, that's just how he rolls, guys.
1: This moment when he says this.
0: That's just how I when roll. When he says,
1: this is just how I roll with yeah. this like, kind of smirky look on yeah. his face. Mm-hmm. I just need to reiterate uh-huh. that his hair
0: uh-huh. is
1: in two <laughs> pigtails <laughs> midway in the middle of his head like a like a nine-year-old girl
0: like a nine-year-old girl with white blonde hair
1: they might as well have shoelace ribbons in them yes yep. or those ball barrettes
0: yeah oh the balls yeah i loved those balls they're like marbles
1: yeah the ball and the beautiful um <laughs> wow okay sorry but that's Press just on. how
0: he rolls guys that's just
1: how he rolls
0: no regrets. so i feel very hot and sweaty right now just talking about this Talking about they want his – they give him their sex. But I'm not smelly because I wear native (sighs) deodorant. No, ma'am. It's a miracle. Native deodorant, aluminum-free deodorant. Native cares what you put in your pits. Their ingredients are things that you've actually heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. And they aren't tested on animals, which for me is the best part, besides the very best part, which is that they actually work. I recently ran out of my coconut vanilla, and I was – madder than when tom randolph got tased in his boxer shorts and i'm pretty sure that
1: i volunteered to mail kimberly the Uh rest of mine because i felt so bad and i felt like she needed it yeah (laughs) instead i decided
0: (laughs) to make a horrible mistake and go back to my old deodorant that i had half a stick left of two days in i smelled really bad I yep. reeked. I'm not even embarrassed. I did not smell good. So I threw that bar out and I pulled out the lavender and rose, which Ooh. I didn't know if I would love because I'm not a lavender person. I'm obsessed with it. I yes. keep raising my arm as if I'm going to say like say something. Like I'm going to raise my hand in my apartment and say something to my TV. Hello, Bob's Burgers. I'd like to answer a question. <laughs> um, just so I can smell the lavender. It smells so good. And they also have 10 other scents like citrus and herbal must. They have Ooh. rotating seasonal. Can't wait to find out if that yes. means Easter peeps smelling. Who knows? i do it. I would, I'm would. i in for anything. They all smell good. Marshmallow me. Yes. Native has over 16,000 five-star reviews and has been featured on the Today Show. But who wow. cares? We are telling you that we love native. And I'm just so excited to find an aluminum free deodorant that actually works. Because in my experience, most of them have not worked for me. Agreed. And this one totally does. Make the switch today to native. Go to nativedo.com forward slash date dateline or use the promo code date dateline at checkout to get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo, dot com forward slash date dateline or use the promo code date dateline at checkout for 20% off your first order. Ooh. They're really quite good. And now I can recommend the lavender and the coconut.
1: Your pits just got lit. <laughs>
0: It's getting hot in here. So So put put your your native native on. on. I love it. (laughs) Great. Thank you, Native. Thank you so much, Native. So now, finally, the trial is going to start. Oh, my gosh. Witnesses are flying in from all over. We're going to zoom through the trial, guys, including the detective Scott Conley, who investigated Tom in Utah for Becky's murder. They call him the Dino Kelly of Becky's case, and he and Dean are now friends, which I also find really cute. Eric Tarantino, the original Mike Miller with the haircut the strange lego but i love it and the mustache i love his whole look
1: 70s it's drug kingpin
0: 100 70s drug it? kingpin okay, i great. love it on Slash eric uncle, he makes no apologies angle,
1: bachelor uncle
0: yes i feel like he should be in that movie Napole- napoleon dynamite yeah he's that uncle So Eric and Conley, they hug and they reunite. And it's very sweet because Conley kind of helped Eric stay alive back then when Tom was trying to kill him. Tom's new defense attorneys walking through the casino, Clark Patrick and Randy Pike, they are prepared. They know that Tom is a difficult client. They still think it's winnable. Tom walks through the jail in shackles, going to court, waving to all the guards like he's on a runway. Like, hey there Tom, how hey hey there Tom. Oh hey Bob, how's it going? You working the late shift tonight? Okay, what's how's your wife? Like just wave- smiling to everybody, like accepting flowers as he's going to court. Oh it's gosh. he thinks he's a big man on campus, and he probably is.
1: So wait a minute, it's at this point that you were surprised, right, that he wasn't representing himself. This was the point that I thought was. I was we like new hear. lawyers. Me too.
0: Shocking. So this part was one of my favorites. He is going to get dressed in the little prison bathroom or the court bathroom and he's saying, I hope they brought me new clothes. Did you see if they brought me new clothes? And they hand him this like jackets and stuff for him to wear and he's upset with what they brought him. And it's very – 90 Day Fiance, at a tell-all when Larissa's team brought her clothes and she was not happy with the dresses and sent out PAs to get her Kardashian style dresses. Do you remember this? Yeah, I can't forget. She threw, uh she was cussing, she slamming doors because the other girls all had hot dresses and like she wanted to look like Kardashian. So she's she's describing to them, she's showing them pictures, what she wants them to get. So she sends the PAs out to get it. Wow. It's, this is what, I, what was happening. Then he says, I'm anal retentive when it comes to shopping. I, I must have a feminine gene. Oh, my God. And then he says, I'm such a gentleman. They always think I'm a gentleman because I love to take them shopping. But really, I just love to pick out what I'm going to take off of them later. Why did I wake up from my blackout earlier? That was a huge mistake. This. Tom. Tom.
1: It's 2021.
0: Also, the We've shirt. A rough
1: couple of years. <laughs> yeah. I need you to keep it together. Yeah. And stop, stop saying things like
0: feminine jean. I can't. Is
1: feminine jeans a special cut of jeans?
0: <laughs> I feel like we just have to forgive him the sexism because there's so many worse crimes against fashion and humanity in this episode.
1: No, he doesn't get off the hook for any okay, of it. Okay, he
0: doesn't get off the hook. No, just Here's add to the Here's what I'm sentence. mostly upset about, is the shirt that he picks out to wear is just a plain white button down with a tie. Like, what was he expecting? What,
1: what was he expecting? I'm guessing a three-piece suit.
0: That, or is he wanting more non-traditional male menswear, like something Johnny Weir would wear? You know something like a a glittery share like one Ryan piece Stone
1: jacket. Yeah. You know? Like a yeah, like a tank Something with flair. Um, I'm thinking that what he wanted was like he's gotten his idea what's stylish and that might be a corduroy blazer. Mm-hmm. So, but he didn't tell anyone that. He just thought that everyone had everyone good taste like him.
0: I believe he, he was thinks wearing he has corduroy. Really good taste. He was wearing corduroy during his yes. first trial, and he was acquitted. Right. Where's right. my lucky corduroy, guys? Did corduroy I not tell razor? you that I have to wear my lucky cords? He didn't tell anybody.
1: Or he wanted to wear a printed shirt. My guess is another thing is that he wanted some sort of Hawaiian shirt with a tie because he thinks yeah. that goes together. Yeah. yeah. Tropical. Yeah. Tropical. Yeah.
0: Tropical. Yes. Prosecutor Jacqueline Bluth gives her opening arguments, very to the point. His defense opening says, Mike killed Sharon. And Tom is sitting there staring at the lawyer, so critical, like, I should be up there doing this myself. Why aren't I representing myself? Yeah. He's so unhappy. And the judge, her name is Stephanie Miley. She's a judge in the USA. And Stephanie is spelled F A N Y, Miley, I loved it.
1: What did you think of? You did.
0: I'm here for it. Listen, it's on the bingo cards. Name spelled in a unique way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change. This is New Year, New Me. I'm gonna be okay with things like that. <laughs> Colleen takes the stand. She's I uh, awesome. She's talking about how he wanted to get matching urns for him and Sharon. Ooh, that's and creepy. He is smirking at her. With these headphones on because he's apparently hard of hearing, and nothing
1: but a good time. He's totally listening to Poison. You know, he. I just was thinking, he like blew out his ears listening to like Rod Stewart.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant he was great. piping it in so he didn't have to listen to the people testifying against him. That would him.
1: be great, too, if we thought that he was hard of hearing, but he wasn't. <laughs> he was snuck actually. in a disc
0: man. Someone Living get laid like. It's totally I a disc tried. man. Yeah. Yes. It's
1: great. I would like to see the playlist, please. Or what I have or like ideas? A,
0: a walkman, like a full on walkman.
1: Yeah, but like a mixtape. Yeah. Mixed CD. He made his lawyers burn it for him.
0: Yeah. Um, Sharon's friend takes the stand. She's the one who got the new will with Sharon. So she, And she did a great job. Dan sits down and talks to him during the trial. Dan, producer, NBC, Dateline. Sleppian. In case I just keep saying Dan and no one is, knows. I feel like I just keep saying Dan. And this no one is knows very who late Dan to be is. giving that information. I know, that's Would why you why I'm like saying me to move it. that to the front? No, it's fine. People just have been confused. It's okay. So he's oh. talking to him during the trial. And he says, if you could give it all back, all of your wives to not be on trial right now would you and he says i'd give back becky and sharon and francis because then they'd be alive and i was like did he, you he, just admit that you were responsible for their deaths i think he just
1: misunderstood the question because honestly the question was worded a little complicated and <laughs> yes. i also He's was not that confused bright. no but i was confused <laughs> we there, are not a, that there bright. was a double negative in there we that are I was not like, that right <laughs> Start that again? If you could give
0: everything back and you wouldn't have this have happened now, but it did. But would you have not have traded things in the past and everything would have started again? And Tom is like, yeah, I killed them. Oh, I mean, what? Uh, That's how you get him to trip up is you just ask convoluted questions. That was a
1: really comp. I didn't understand it when you just said it again. No, I just. Oh, I I was making it up.
0: I was making it up. That's not what Dan asked. No, I don't. I was trying to be complicated.
1: But it was complicated what he asked. (laughs) But definitely Tom gives the wrong answer.
0: Yes, he does. And he says, if they sentence me to death, good. I'd hate to do life in prison. Bring it on. He doesn't say bring it on, but it's he practically says it's right bring it there. on.
1: It's yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Scott Conley, the detective, takes the stand. The one from Utah. He's staring daggers at Tom and Tom is just blinking back at him like no expression. Mm-hmm. Eric Tarantino testifies. He now has a ponytail. Still the mustache, the mutton chops flat on top. He has to have
1: a ponytail, Kimberly. I love
0: Eric. He, ha- he couldn't He know. has to. He can't I need live him, him to yeah. just
1: stay the way he is. And we love just you, Eric.
0: Like, I'm fascinated by him.
1: Stay out of the drug business, though. Yeah. Just tell the, the stories, but stay out of the business.
0: The prosecutor says, since Eric testified against Tom in the Utah trial, that's when Tom learned, I shouldn't leave anyone behind. Which is why Mike Miller is dead. That's when he like readjusted his plan to kill the hitman so that he wouldn't have any loose ends like Eric. Eric says but he was supposed But the plan didn't
1: to, go through.
0: But he was supposed to. Right. So we don't know if he would have killed Eric. So
1: we don't know. He could have. That would have been part of his plan, too. It seemed like we he had know. no problem threatening Eric with a that's gun. That's true.
0: No, that's a great point. Um, Eric was supposed to do a fake robbery just like Mike Miller. Right. Then the neighbor testifies about the gunshots and how long it took him to call 911. Dan O'Kelly testifies, and they show him walking in slow-mo with glasses on, sunglasses.
1: Dean O'Kelly. Sorry,
0: Dean O'Kelly. Love him. He says the evidence doesn't match Tom's story. There were 283 phone calls between Mike and Tom in a couple-month period. The ski mask has no bullet holes in it. Mm. At this point, Tom appears to be sucking on a hard candy. Did you notice that? He pops open like I'm a really little I'm really glad I didn't because that would have killed me. And, uh, and like, which is there for the attorneys because they have to speak. But Was his mouth open? What do you mean? He's rolling. No, he's going like this. Like you can see him rolling it around his mouth. You see him opening it and putting the thing down. You see him put down the little tin and then you see for the rest of that scene, he's like rolling a hard candy in his mouth.
1: That lawyer next to him is ready to just bop him with an elbow <laughs> elbow to the temple yeah. because he's I'm he, the lawyer, You can hear Tom. that click, clack, he, click, clack, click, clack, clack, yeah. clack in the teeth. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: He uh, had all those life insurance policies on Sharon. And now we get to my new favorite thing which I've said that several times this episode, yeah. hearing how much Tom's lawyers hate him. <laughs> his new lawyers say dealing with his personality was challenging. And we see him criticizing what they're doing during the trial, every, just repeatedly. <sighs> Why did you not do this? Well, I think we could have done this. Why did you not do this? And they're just like, mm-hmm, okay. At one point, Tom This is the best scene and I got a screen grab of it. Tom takes his headphones off and he Mm -hmm. leans in to tell the one lawyer something and the lawyer goes like this and gives (sighs) him the hand. He's like, not now, Tom. And then Tom is like, okay. And just like puts his headphones back on. It's amazing. He's done. He doesn't want to hear it from Tom. He is done with Tom. He does not want any more questions. It's like, watching a movie with someone and they're like who's that guy oh why yeah. did that guy kill that person it's yeah. like or you're watching you a show and talking. they wanted to watch the 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 sixth season with you and they've never seen the show before and they're like what is their relationship
1: tom you can't do that you can't watch no. the sixth season unless you're being ex- explicitly invited to watch that season you have to go home at that point
0: I'm so grateful that you agree with me on this issue because that has like almost ruined friendships with me because it will drive me insane if someone was like, Oh yeah, I just watched a bu- episode of Buffy, and I'll be like, What do you mean? the pilot? And they're like, No, episode four uh, um of season six no I don't no. I tolerate I won't tolerate that sort of behavior guys so now. They are trying to say the Utah case is irrelevant. They are objecting every... It's like the word Utah is mentioned, and they just say object. There's like a montage. Object, Your Honor, object.
1: So it's what I said.
0: So much so that the judge says, can we just put it on the record that you guys are going to object every time Utah is brought up? And they're like, yes.
1: So I was right. Because that's got to be it. It's got to be that they can talk about the other case that he was convicted, but they cannot talk about the murder. That... That must be it.
0: I think it's a it's a judge thing. Like it's whatever that decision was made, so it's how that judge feels. Like
1: I'm angry with that judge then, because I mean you have to know that this isn't gonna hold. I just there's rarely cases where this would be okay that wouldn't go through on an on an appeal. This is like if you're looking for things that can't get appealed, don't right, do this.
0: Right. right. Yeah, no, I see. I totally see what you're saying. It felt like a win at the time, but it actually was going to screw them over. Yes. So they they think it's not fair. They think that the Utah thing makes Tom have a big red letter M on his chest. I think he has a big D for douchebag. But they say that during the walkthrough video where he says, boom, boom, boom that whole video, he mm-hmm. and he's wearing the cowboy shirt, he was intoxicated on pain medicine that he was taking. He does seem a little lit, but not in the cool native way.
1: Was he intoxicated on a box of medication that was later <laughs> found in a trunk filled with other boxes of Medicaid, contraband medications? Does Just he saying.
0: own his own scuba gear or does he rent? That's what I need You're to know. You're so
1: worried about it.
0: Scuba gear, ammunition, bulletproof vest, nudie drum kicks,
1: Drum kit. You forgot oh. drum kit. We didn't discuss that last time. I didn't remember it. It sounded like kit. toys. He has drum so kit.
0: many red flags. Yeah. Tom's brother takes the stand. No, thank you. Tom's brother also has interesting hair choices in that he has dark, dark brown hair and a snow white mustache. It's fascinating to me when the colors are that different.
1: Tom's brother does not want to be there. Wants no. to be anywhere but there.
0: Tom is – his brother is changing his name. I'm not even giving his brother's name because I feel like he doesn't want it to be told. He's like, please don't. Um, is it Bill? I don't know. He looks like a Bill. He says when he drove Tom to that walkthrough, he knew that Tom wasn't in his right mind. Here is the biggest shocker, the biggest OMG episode moment i think for me tom doesn't take the stand shock it's not
1: my omg moment but it is a huge moment i was surprised at that too
0: he listens to the advice of his lawyers and doesn't take the stand which how many narcissists have we seen take the stand all of them
1: Which makes me think that there is something that he is worried about saying up there or getting asked that he can't get out of that will hurt his appeal. He's not dumb on stuff like that. He's already told the NBC
0: cameras everything. (laughs) He, like, has no problem talking to people. What changed his mind at this point? How were these lawyers able to get through to him in a way that the other ones weren't?
1: He's going to go for ineffective counsel. And he might need to use later that they ad- told me not to take the stand and I should have. It, he, it's a tactic. Oh, there is something here that is he a tactic. If he lost,
0: he would say, I took the stand. They no, told me not to. It's the opposite.
1: Oh, it's you're right. Opposite. You're right. If yeah. he would
0: have to say that he didn't listen to them and that was wrong. Right. So he's still on camera, though, telling everyone in earshot that his attorneys suck. He's just walking around with file folders like he's a lawyer and just being like, these attorneys, they suck. They don't know what they're doing. I'm really unhappy. I am not happy right now. He's like so cranky. Obviously, he's, on, he's in a murder trial, but um, wow, he, he's not happy. Uh, the jury takes a while to decide. They Too long. Too long. They go through the whole first day and I'm like starting to freak out. Like, what are they deliberating on? It seems so obvious. Second day, they finally come in. They find him guilty of everything: Sharon's murder and Mike's murder. At this point, Tom is smiling because he knows exactly what he's going to do now, mm-hmm. and he says he turns to one of the lawyers and he says, "I think next time we better call some witnesses, huh?" Like again, it's so. It's who did their he fault. want to call? And so condescending. And also, yeah, who did he want to call?
1: I think he probably wanted to call some people that, like, worked for him, like, worked with Mike thing. I'm sure he was trying or, to besmirch Mike's name, Or if drug, I had to guess. Yeah,
0: drag, drag, mm-hmm. dig up dirt on Sharon and Mike.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: So next is the sentencing. And Rachel, who is uh, Francis's daughter- gives an impact statement that was her stepdad
1: oh that was rough
0: this is terrible like worse than we thought so apparently one time francis bought brought tom a burger king sandwich and they put mayo on the sandwich and he slammed the sandwich into her face and tom is shaking his head and saying unbelievable like that rachel's totally lying and then what is it with the food
1: we had the oatmeal last episode. My and mom now we- put
0: sugar on my oatmeal. Throw it across the room. Wow. My mom knows I don't like mayo.
1: He's like a grumpy baby.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey. He's 100%. He's in his little high chair. I don't want to see. Throwing Cheerios on the floor. Tom told Rachel at the time, Rachel's mom, Frances, and her dad were fighting for custody over her. Tom, for some reason... I don't know what, don't want to think about it too much. Wanted Rachel to be around and to stay with him and Francis. So much so that he convinced her as a younger girl. How old was she at that time? A, a young teenager?
1: 13, 14, maybe.
0: To lie and say that her dad was a pedophile so that they could keep her. And, and Rachel. She did did it and feels terrible and now she's getting to publicly clear her dad's name how diabolical he's so sick he's so sick also he was just gonna kill francis like why did he care that rachel was there i don't want to know
1: i don't understand the children thing we'll we'll get to it
0: he didn't date a lot of single moms he only dated like, or he dated single moms, but who had older children. I feel like, yeah. Um, hmm. so Tom's mom takes the stand with her oxygen tank on, and she says, I love you, son. I'm here for you. And he looks kind of annoyed and embarrassed.
1: He he does because like, like, it, it's mom, wrong.
0: mom, not now. And so finally, he just goes, I love you too, mom. Jeez.
1: I guarantee you he had told his mom exactly what to say. Yeah, and she poor did mom not do it. Could not remember. And she like had him on index card. <laughs> I wrote it down and I left it. She in wrote my on the other, back of her recipe card. In my, she, my good house coat. Yep. She doesn't mom does not have the notes, Tommy. No, no.
0: Uh yeah, he's so annoyed and she's embarrassed. She's Very her. irritated. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And so he unwarmly, as she's pouring her heart out how much she loves her son, her yeah. beautiful boy, and he's like yeah, I'd love you, too. i okay. love you, too, Mom. Thank because you. Because if he doesn't, he looks like a jerk in front of the jury. If he's not saying I love you back to his mom. So he says it in the most unfeeling way possible. It's not great. Here we go. Here's where we get the answer to what Tom wanted to wear to trial. He uh, gets to wear whatever he wants to his sentencing. He chooses to wear a Tony Romo Cowboys jersey. No one
1: can believe it. I'm so sorry. Is Tony Romo not a steakhouse?
0: It's a, it's a um a football player and a steakhouse. I and think. A st- Tony yeah. Romo
1: yeah. is definitely a steakhouse.
0: It it t- t- Tony, yeah, Tony Romo, American sports analyst now. And used steakhouse to be a player, owner. But does d- is the steakhouse totally unrelated? Or um, is the
1: steakhouse Tony Roma's but it name. is
0: it's Tony Roma's
1: it did he play football at one time
0: Tony Roma
1: or, yeah what's his? I don't know deal? he
0: I feel like is Tony Roma a real person
1: yes I've never eaten there I don't know I don't know anything about it I haven't either I feel like they probably have like you get a steak and then you pick a side baked potato broccoli that kind of thing
0: maybe I don't know apparently they have ribs so, there we go. No one can believe what he's
1: wearing. I can't believe what he's wearing.
0: The prosecutor said in her all her career she's never seen it. The judge is just like open mouth. The prosecutor says he felt like it was he's spitting on the whole judicial system. He's doing it as a big middle finger to all of them. Well, I don't I don't
1: think it's that.
0: I don't totally think it was that. I think he's doing it because
1: it's the Tommy show.
0: It's the Tommy show. Yeah, he wants people yeah. to talk about it. And guess what? We're talking about it.
1: Can I ask you an important question? One of several you'll be asked tonight. Um, do, do you think that he thought that if there were any Cowboys fans... He in, would sway the jury. In the jury. <laughs> because those fans are like... They are yeah,
0: that's true. Intense that's
1: true. fans. Hank that Hill. they would be like, yeah. absolute Romo. And they would yeah. lose their minds and be like, absolutely... <laughs> Don't kill him.
0: He's a Romo man. He can't He's be a, a good murderer. Pan. Yeah. yeah. I guess I suppose it's possible. So Krista, his daughter, takes the stand. She seems fine. There is seems she seems like a totally fine person. Nothing weird about her despite Tom being her father.
1: Again, she doesn't seem like she really wants to be there. She's- and she's answering questions very matter of factly, giving no more information than she needs to. Yes, I love him and I think he deserves. To live.
0: <laughs> I, th- I thought she was a little more warm. She says he's a great father and he was a gr- he's a great grandfather to his kids, to he's my a, kids.
1: He's a great grandpa to my kids. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> that's sort of what it was like. It was complete sentences, so that's great. But <laughs> it was definitely not an outpouring of emotion from gotcha. a plead for her father's life. It was not.
0: Maybe she heard some things during the trial that she didn't want to know about. You think? Justice. His son takes the stand.
1: Okay, this is when I'm going to ask you the second most important question of the night. Yeah. When I said earlier, there were two options that I thought were going to happen in Tom's final representation on this trial. One was that he would represent himself. Did you, like me, think that Justice was going to be <laughs> representing him? <laughs> we had had a theory that Justice is possibly now an attorney. We did. And that he was going to walk in and say, Justice will be served. And he was mm-hmm. going to do... I thought, in the back of my head, I was like, please, please let Justice Randolph be the attorney. Please. <laughs> it was not... The
0: problem with Justice...
1: Is it's blind it's Racially
0: <laughs> biased um, against people of color, and problem with justice. This justice, Randolph, is that he sounds exactly like his father. He Holy talks Moses. exactly the tone that the, was so weird. The voice. If you put them side by side, and he talks in sound bites, and he says this, the juxtaposition of How I knew him as my father and everyone's impression of him is a huge disparity. And it's like, he's not saying anything really bad, but he sounds so much like Tom that I wanted to kick him in the nuts.
1: He looks like he is Tom if Tom had had higher education. Yeah. But like pretentious higher education. Yeah. It was shocking. And you don't even notice that Tom speaks a certain way until Justice is there 100%. And then then you're like, like, oh, oh my God. Did you find Justice disappointing?
0: Justice always lets me down, Katie.
1: I had a very strong idea last episode of what Justice could be. I kind of
0: felt like Justice was going to look a little bit more like Joe Exotic, something really crazy looking. Instead, he just looked like a normal kind of nerdy guy.
1: I kind of was hoping that Justice would look a little bit more like Tarantino.
0: Uh, exactly. I would have loved that. But he that. didn't. But he didn't. He but, looks like I mean, he's
1: middle management he, Yeah,
0: exactly. Khakis. He looks like Dwight. He's like, could be Dwight. Maybe. And But I can't imagine what it's like having Tom be your father. So mad props to you, Justice.
1: Both of them. And Both Frista. of the kids absolutely i don't know where tom was in your life because he must have never lived with you so i don't know how he was because you guys seem
0: fairly normal and he didn't ever live with them yeah he he was was off with other wives
1: so i don't did you spend a month with him in the summer i would like to know know the schedule that would help me out
0: tom gets to speak now and once again we are reminded of why (laughs) is he not that smart Because he, again, thinks that he should have been the lawyer the whole time, and he does the worst job. He doesn't make sense. Not a single sentence is completed properly, and he's rustling his hands together, and they're very dry because they don't have lotion in prison, and so it's like this papery sound. Is
1: it that that he's doing the the whole time? The whole
0: time. It's like, yeah, it's like this. Can you hear that? I don't know if you can hear it on my mic, but he's like this. It's really weird and creepy. Also, men that are creepy like that should never rub their hands together, ever. He says, I'm so sorry about what happened. You can't imagine how much I miss Francis and Sharon. I don't want to be on death row or spend the rest of my life in prison because, well, I mean, it's going to be hard on my family and... I don't know what else to say. He doesn't muster a single emotion. It was clear. If he spent time and wrote that down and that was a prepared statement.
1: It, w- it was it so off prepared. the cuff. He didn't write it down. That was the problem with the whole thing. Because you get he did to not plead write it down.
0: for your life and you are that cocky that you're just going to wing it. And that's what you chose to say. Um, I loved them, and I really miss them. and um, my family, they love me. and so I don't I don't really know what else to say. Should I keep going? Or, well, this was this was the part uh, that it made it
1: really obvious that, like he I think the death penalty helps him in some ways during appeals. It might get more pre- uh, pre- not prevalence, but it, it might carry more yeah. weight. And so I think that, He is not actually trying to not get it.
0: I think you're right. He's going through the
1: motions. People
0: will fight a death penalty conviction up until the day you are convicted. And it takes years and years and costs the state so much money. But people are so against it that they will fight for you even if they hate you. And I don't know how fast they convict people in Nevada. In a lot of states like ours, they just don't do it anymore. They just like you can sit you can kind of still you're still on death row, but you just will die naturally in prison because it'll never happen. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it's like in Nevada, but it's I yeah, I think you're right. I think he knows that it'll be better for him if he gets death unless you're not treated as well. Like maybe you're in a different part of a prison population. You're in a death row prison population. Are you in solitary? No, I don't think so think you're with other death row people
1: he doesn't seem to want to be on death row I but don't he know. keeps
0: saying i don't want to die i don't want to die in prison like i don't want to grow old in prison so just kill me but i think he knows that he's has more appeals he can just keep appealing yeah so i think he wants to be on death row i think it's what you said before i think he thinks it's better for him yeah so maybe he's smarter than he looks but he's he, he's anyway smarter
1: with being sneaky he's yeah, smarter exactly. with being a snake right he
0: would be a perfect Slytherin. so yeah. they impose the sentence of death and tom says well it's just the next step it's no big deal we'll get an appeal and we'll get a new trial and he doesn't even sound worried at all
1: like not and not like he's faking that he legitimately is like okay that's fine let's keep going
0: it's like he knows something that we don't know. Like no, he has knows an in. Like he literally has a tip from somebody.
1: No, I think or he, he just, just
0: knows the system really well.
1: I think he knows the system.
0: So now he is. Um, his hair is side parted and long and flowing, like he just took out of braids. And they are going for an appeal based on the fact that they allowed in the Becky Utah case, mm-hmm. December twenty twenty, which just happened. They decide he's getting a new trial. He wins a new trial. Holy crud. But the good part is he doesn't get out of jail until then. He still has to stay in jail the whole time. But all of the detectives that have worked so hard on the case, everyone is just gutted. Colleen... It's horrible because she was so relieved at the sentencing that she could finally move on. And then now it's like, again, it's not over again. She has to go through the whole thing again. Her daughter that she was pregnant with is now 12.
1: It's insane. That's wild. They keep showing the progression of her daughter, who's adorable, by the way. We see her at age seven with the no two front teeth.
0: Yes. That's pretty
1: stinking cute.
0: The Dateline people ask him... You know what Becky's mom said about you after you were acquitted of Becky's death? She said, "He's going to kill someone else's daughter, so beware." And Tom smiles at the camera and says, "Hey, maybe she's psychic, who knows." Is that an admission of guilt? No. How are you this cocky? How do you you do you think this is a good look making fun of this?
1: Oh, he doesn't care. I think that Tom maybe subscribes to that kind of mentality that any press is good press, mm-hmm. which is a really gross mentality to have. Mm-hmm. And it makes for really evil people. Which I also think Tom.
0: he's getting older and he's getting looser, loosey and goosier with his words. His, pill,
1: his pill patches or whatever. <laughs> th- are, whatever. Yeah. So,
0: so first he says that, like maybe she's psychic. Then he says... I'm hoping for bail because the only person I pose a threat to is married women, women I have insurance on. This is like that sarcasm, like the OJ if I did it kind of really weird territory that you yeah. should just if you're convicted or being accused of something, you should just never make jokes of it, even though you're mocking what they, their perception of you. Like they're making a Taylor Swift blank space song or something. It's not a good look. It's really not. He could be found not guilty and go free. Detective O'Kelly is sure that if he gets out, he'll kill someone else. And he says his real sentence will be when he takes his last breath on Earth. And that sentence will be for eternity. He drops the mic. Good job, O'Kelly.
1: That was a good way to end it. But I feel really bad for O'Kelly. Because he's done a lot of work. And a lot of that stuff is just going to be inadmissible.
0: Um, no, they, it's, well, the Utah stuff.
1: I'm hoping that they'll go after all of the men.
0: If they, yeah, if they can bring in testify. Eric and those yes. other guys. I mean, they had Eric, though. They had Eric. Testify. I'm just
1: hoping that this isn't something that it becomes a money issue, that they've already put all this money into this no, case. No, they're and not so letting they- him go. Okay. You, th-
0: you think they're, dro- no, I don't think, th- I think that public pressure would be way too much. for the state to drop charges i
1: would really really hope because now it's so public but this is going to be an extremely difficult case to prosecute this is hard this is hard
0: it's true they don't have a lot of evidence in the mike sharon case
1: they don't and this is and they have to go off that case completely i mean
0: hopefully they'll i don't know get some things in again the eric thing should be allowed in because he was convicted of it
1: bring in the hearsay people bring in the But then they'll the friend do another appeal
0: and then that appeal will be on that hearsay stuff. Oh do you get more appeals if it's a death row conviction case?
1: Maybe, unsure. Yeah, but when I sure. heard his lawyer, who strangely this time is a female, when she was describing it, I was like, yeah, that makes legal sense to me what she's saying, even though I desperately want him to be in jail and convicted. It, what this lawyer was saying was seemed right, and that made me
0: do you think there's any part of dateline that knew that by getting a lot of press on this case it will be harder to find a jury who has not heard of him and he will be sort of an infamous person and he will have perceived guilt on him before the trial even starts maybe in a sneaky cheeky way
1: i kind of hope so because it definitely does right there's no escaping this
0: I would think so, especially in Nevada now. And they've been promoting this pretty heavily. And their state line has huge numbers.
1: Oh, I really hope so. Oh, please.
0: Because then people get to know about the Utah stuff without it being in the trial. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they're going to have to find juries who haven't seen it,
1: but... But why couldn't you bring in suggestive witnesses, like character witnesses, like the daughter uh the Francis's daughter who comes in and just was very clear she didn't say that he killed her she just said she left the room for 45 minutes came back and she was gone and immediately cremated just give the facts
0: right and then you say no more jury and did she did he have life insurance on
1: her yes right no further questions no and like no no prodding nothing that gets thrown out just very legitimate questions and then ask about him as his stepdad like, right. ask about, you know, do what you're there to do with her.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: then let the jury hear those things and take that in and then put all those pieces together themselves. But, but I don't know the if you can there. even
0: bring up previous marriages. Why not? Well, I think you should be able to bring up anything from the past because it's part of what defines you now.
1: They can bring in character witness. What a better character witness than his stepdaughter.
0: It's not going to be a good character witness. It'll be a negative character witness for the prosecution. So the defense will object.
1: So is the prosecution not even allowed to bring her in? Right. That's crazy, right? See, this is how
0: is is it not relevant? I think it is relevant how you treated your previous spouses.
1: I I think. But it should be. But it's I'm saying legally. I'm just saying legally. But this is a hard thing. I am very nervous about him getting away with this.
0: And it wasn't until the prosecutors felt like the detectives had t- learned about the previous wives that they were even willing to convict him. Yeah. Or to charge him because they didn't feel like it was enough on its own.
1: They didn't. And that was weird that the DA says that they did think it. He's like, well, I never thought about this case by itself not connected to the other cases. And I was like, yes, you did. Oh, you totally that was did. A, that was a lie. Yeah. But... It's also, but well, you better think about it now. What are you going to do?
0: hmm
1: Oh, we might be in trouble. I'm very nervous about it. Do you have anything else you wanted to discuss about this case before no, I drop my title I, on you?
0: Oh, you have a title? I have one. Okay,
1: I'm ready. I don't know if it's as good as I want it to be, but a gun in the hand is worth death in the cell. Why did love put a gun in my head? Because you got the death penalty. I thought you'd like it. You're I not like happy. It. I felt I didn't quite get what you were doing with
0: like one, it I, that expression.
1: Because it's a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush.
0: Yeah, whatever it and is. So
1: I just did a gun in the hand <laughs> instead of a bird in the hand.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. I like it.
1: It's not that great. I it's was excited thinker. about it, though. It's a thinker which means it's a clinker
0: no that means it's a good that means I'm not smart enough
1: (laughs) that's not what it means I've tried to I'll probably think of a really good one that has to do with Tom later because I was hoping to get somewhere like Tom foolery yeah like there's a few out there but it's not like the bomb like the mic drop that what's up with Pam is and there should be one with Tom that was an epic journey I feel like it wasn't (sighs) worth it I'm mad (laughs) but
0: People are mad. They hate these datelines where it's like, are you kidding me? But the datelines going not going to wait another four years.
1: Please don't. For yeah. a new
0: trial. They had this story. They've already had this story for 13. And
1: it, they did a great job with it. This they was a really a great clear three part. It was good.
0: Uh-huh. I think it was great entertainment. I can't believe I didn't know about the case ahead of time. And now he's a part of our lives like Mickey. You know,
1: oh, why? But not in a
0: good way, like Mickey is.
1: Mickey needs to stay far away from Tom.
0: Oh my God, Mickey, don't marry Mickey, Tom. If you don't, you do it, Tom. Don't, don't you hurt you our Mickey? Do it. Do not hurt our Mickey. Don't you
1: make me say it. Um, I am very concerned about that. But also, I feel like
0: she is the type that would write in letters in prison and say, "You have kind eyes."
1: You're misunderstood. Uh huh. Tommy needed it. Mm hmm. Oh, I'm worried about this. Okay,
0: Mickey, we need to reach out to you for your own protection.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we need to send a car over to Mickey's house. To make sure. <laughs> can we do a wellness check on Mickey, yeah. please? Thank you. Thank you. We need to make sure she's okay.
0: <laughs> Maybe Bank is in touch with her. Maybe Bank can just shoot her a text.
1: Yeah, maybe we need a code with Mank for that. Just MC, Mickey check. Check in. Checked in with Mickey? Is she talking to anybody in prison that she's not supposed to be talking to? Is Mickey online dating? Tim. I oh don't my even God. Mickey
0: might be married. I think Mickey might be fine, but she has made some questionable decisions. So, Mickey. Why would do be I good. feel
1: like Mickey's single?
0: I kind of do but I don't I don't actually think she is. I feel like she just might have a totally normal stable guy who just kind of just says yes no and is thinks she's delightful, which she is. to be Yeah, fair. like a Harry. Yeah. Harry? I need my pills. Yes, Mickey.
1: Yeah.
0: I love it. That she deserves that.
1: He brings her mint juleps.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Wait, I why are they southern?
1: Maybe she just likes a mint julep. You don't okay. have to be southern to like a mint. I mean, I think mint juleps taste like baby barf, but that's fine. I'm not a mint person.
0: I've never had one talking about sex.
1: I don't want green leafy things floating in an alcoholic beverage. Let me just say that. Like, pulp or, like, leaf. that has, like, mint leaves in it. I don't think that sounds that bad. You might like a mint julep.
0: Yeah. Let us know what you thought, you guys. Yay or nay on the widower? I'm giving it two thumbs up. Not that it counts for anything.
1: I'm giving it two thumbs up. Also,
0: Especially episode two, I would say, is my favorite because we got more Eric Tarantino.
1: What's the most popular drink at Hanukkah celebration?
0: Drink? Yeah, I don't, I don't think there is a popular Hanukkah well, drink. This I think you joke? might be you overlooking. This, I am. Is there a pun? Is are you, you, you setting might it be, for a you pun? You might
1: be overlooking the mint Jew Lip.
0: Congratulations! My <laughs> <laughs> God. Remember when we said we weren't good at podcasting?
1: Julie. Yeah,
0: I get it. I get it. Honey, don't you worry.
1: (laughs) I'm going to sleep easy tonight. (laughs) It's a good day. It's a good day for all of us. I'm going to pitch
0: it to the fam. I'm going to see what my parents think.
1: See if we can get that into a joke book. See yeah. if it isn't a joke book because that sounds like a joke I bet it is because there, so
0: joke. there are so Jicks. many Jewish
1: joke books. There are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See if anybody got. I'm sure so many people have gotten there before me. All right. That's okay. <laughs> I love that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you. Good job to Kimberly for covering this three part behemoth. Woohoo. It was a epic undertaking especially having to keep up with like tracking hair through the years oh it's so a lot. that's what
0: i'm gonna do is for my final social media post if you're not following us on social media mm-hmm. for every episode we post i do a screen grab or a meme Oof. or something i'm gonna do a compilation of hair a hair journey
1: hair chronicles
0: hair chronicles
1: there's got to be a pun in here somewhere. I'll find it. I'll let you know.
0: The Maine Chronicles.
1: Oh, the Maine Chronicles. That's cute. It's not bad. That's cute. Okay. Um, not so right.
0: look, f- look for that. So follow us on social media and check out our Patreon. You can join at two dollars a month, and it really, really helps us out. And watch alone.
1: Keep Don't. watching alone. Wash your hands.
0: Watch with a man like Tom.
1: Stay away from Tom.
0: He has Tom. Vibes and wants you to give him your sex, say no.
1: Oof, stay away from Tom Cats.
0: There you go. That works. Bye everybody. Bye. Martha Washington named her feral Tom Cat after him. That's true.
1: Explain it to me.
0: I can't, but I will say at this point I realized that I liked OJ's lawyer better than this guy. And that's saying a lot.
1: Is he a lizard person?
0: He is part lizard person from one of those alien shows where they like come down and they're like half pod person. They like start to molt a little. Their skin like molts. The scales come off, but underneath there's like another layer. It goes lizard, human skin, lizard, fur underneath. <laughs> so there's It's a four quadrant system of like epidermis like god forbid he ever plays that one album in reverse and watches wizard of Oz or whatever you're supposed to do i think i'm confusing two things
1: you definitely are but <laughs> I'm i like using
0: the beatles helter skelter and that other one
1: i wasn't gonna tell you Thank But you. yes yeah <laughs> definitely play the beatles helter skelter in reverse and watch um dog day afternoon and see yeah. what happens <laughs> it's really good times by the way, how come he didn't have one female lawyer? Because he later.
0: loves women. Okay. He really respects women. Sure.
1: Maybe because he thinks he's too hot to handle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't want the distraction because they'll definitely fall for him.
1: Oh, yeah. And this hair doesn't... is poison. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. He
0: can't deal with them going soft by falling for him. He needs them on their A-game. And he's impen- his love game is impenetrable to in not impenetrable, in of un, of un- inescapable oh, okay. Unescapable un- for women. Whatever. They can't they can't refuse it. It's like catnip. He's catnip to the women, to the kitty cats. Mm-hmm. Hey there, cats and kittens. Um, Whoa, some people stop. did say is he the new Tiger King. So No,
1: but he would be a great match for Carol Basket. Let's just oh, put that yes. out there right now.
0: Well, that would be fascinating because she had her husband on an actual leash after their wedding ceremony because she likes to be the dominant one in that relationship. So like, that would be fascinating. Ooh, they would spicy. actually kill each other. They would
1: kill each other. It would yeah. mutually assured destruction.
0: 100%. They yeah. both have that lowing, flowing blonde locks, though.
1: I think that's why I thought they'd be good together. <laughs> I think so- it was as shallow as that.